Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome to another episode of the Steelers Burning Question. This is not Jeff Hartman. This is Dave Schofield. Uh, I'm filling in for Jeff here tonight with the Burning Question. Jeff's been on a lot of podcasts this week. He had two alone on Wednesday. Him and Lance Williams also went live earlier today uh, with a with with a special. The standard is the standard. Went with some of the news that was going on, and what do you know? There was more news after the fact. But here we are. This is the burning question. You're going to get a different host to this show um, from week to week. We're gonna we're gonna switch it up. Sometimes it'll be me. Sometimes it'll be Jeff. Sometimes it'll be Lance. Sometimes it'll be Mr. Brian Anthony Davis. We, we're going to be switching it up some um, just to see kind of how things go. And and who knows, maybe every once in a while it'll be more than one of us. So here we are. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the live chat already. This show is talking about the Steelers matchup tomorrow because we're recording it on Saturday against the New England Patriots. And as much as I don't want to talk about it, I'm going to have to mention the news from earlier. I'm going to actually use the player's real name. But uh, Mr. Antonio Brown was released from the Oakland Raiders earlier today. Uh, Jeff and Lance went on and did a podcast specifically to talk about that. And, of course, as soon as the news broke, when I was outside mowing my grass, I'm riding on the tractor, and I get a bunch of texts from Jeff and Lance. And Lance is saying, I told you so, I told you so, that we now know that – the reason this can be brought up in the news now is because this is the player that is now on the team that the Steelers face this Sunday. Now, the whole reason I'm bringing it up is that, no, he cannot play in the game tomorrow night. No, he cannot be on the sideline for the game tomorrow night. He was not free to sign anywhere until after 4 p.m. today, and the and the transaction cannot happen until Monday. So it cannot be go through the office because 4 p.m. today was the deadline in order for teams to have their rosters ready for the for Sunday. So, which is really interesting that this was all set up so much easily before that time when, uh, although his agent was allowed to speak to teams once he was released, he was not allowed to do anything until that time. But uh, my father called me and said, well, no one must be interested in him because his agent's here on TV doing interviews and whatnot. If people were really interested in him, he'd be working a deal. And I said to my father, you know what? 
I think they already had the deal in place. I think they had the deal in place for a while. They might have already had this deal in place way back in March, for all we know, that if he could get released, where he was going to go. And as of today, he is released, and that is exactly where he went. I have not figured out yet how they are clearing the cap space for the New England Patriots to add Antonio Brown to their roster. I think it's pretty sad that there is someone right now on that roster for this game this weekend that will not be there Monday because of him. Most likely that player is probably not even going to be active for the game day, but maybe they will be. It's hard to say. You never know. So all this is coming out, um, but it does not affect this game on Sunday, tomorrow. The biggest thing with me is Steelers fans are feeling pretty good about how uh, Mr. Third and Fifth had fallen off the deep end in Oakland and things were working out. And the fact that they got any draft picks uh, out of the deal looked pretty good. But guess what? We don't care about that anymore because what happened has happened and it's just continually makes fans sick. I think fans from around the league are kind of sick that a player can behave in such a way and then get rewarded. Um, Some people think he's orchestrated this from the very beginning. I tended to lean that way, but I'm not sure that he's really has the intelligence to pull it off, but maybe he does. It seemed like he knew what he was doing well before this. And this all seems so uncharacteristic, but let's not dive into that because that's not why we're here tonight. I'm kind of done talking about it. If you all want to keep talking about it in the live chat, that's a-okay. I know there's a lot of action going on and I'll be honest with you. I haven't really had a chance to really look at it. So if you had a question to go with everything tonight, I have not seen it yet. I probably won't see it. And I'll probably wait until a time for when we ask, but let's get to the Steelers burning question. Let's talk about this game. Before we hit the actual burning question, I really want to talk about one other thing that really affects the Steelers. And that was a lot of Steeler fans were pretty upset with the roster move that was made today by the Steelers, where they promoted Johnny Holton, wide receiver, from the practice squad to the 53-man roster. And in doing so, they released outside linebacker to Zar Skipper. There's a lot of people that do not like the fact that the Steelers released Skipper. I, for one, think this is a calculated move. It was a very calculated move. It was part of the deal of why Johnny Holden was brought back a couple days later. I think it was a plan all along to get him onto the 53-man roster and that the Steelers knew that they were going to do that That because he was the last guy signed to the practice squad. They went with just 10 when they had space for 11 uh, to start because they hadn't worked out all the details. So... I think this was going to happen. The Steelers were only carrying five wide receivers. They usually carry six. Many thought maybe there was an IR move coming that didn't happen or things like that. Here's the other thing that people might not think about. When it comes to Tuzar Skipper, if the Steelers release him last Saturday, he gets claimed off waivers. Most likely. He had more sacks than anyone in the preseason. There was a very high likelihood that he would get claimed off waivers. Being Saturday, the day before a game, in order for someone to claim him off waivers now, they would then have to release someone for their game. And with everything going on with game planning and the focus on the game at hand, do teams really want to go through that? So could they? Yes. It's still a possibility that he could be claimed off waivers, but it's a lot more likely that he'll pass waivers now than it would have been if he was released last weekend. Uh, I know many people would have rather them release somebody else. Uh, let's say like a Tyler Matakavich was one that was popular floating around out there. The Steelers aren't gonna, weren't going to release someone that was going to be active for the game. And uh, I had done my predictions of who was going to be inactive. I had to go in and change it because I had Tuzar Skipper on the list that he was not going to be active. I think what, what the interesting change is there now is where the Steelers are going to dress six wide receivers. And in all likelihood, they're probably not. So out of those six wide receivers, who isn't going to get a helmet tomorrow? Now, some people would say, well, it'll be Johnny Holton. If that's the case, why did they bring him up onto the roster? Other than there's only two reasons they would have brought him up onto the roster at 4 p.m. on Saturday 
if they weren't going to have him active. It was either A, that was the deal they worked out with him, that he was going to be on the practice squad, but he would be on the 53-man roster by week one to get his higher paycheck, or B, another team was looking to sign him. Wouldn't be surprised if it was a team, I don't know, maybe on the West Coast that just released a wide receiver today. Maybe they needed someone and wanted to bring him back home because that's where he played last the, the three seasons before this one. So there's a lot going on here that the Steelers were trying to work out. Uh, I'm going to trust them that they were trying to do the best thing that, the, that they could do, one for the players, two for their team, probably switch the order of that one what's best for their team two what's best for the individual players and and three what's going to allow them to keep the the most talent around so that's kind of how it goes that was the move that was made so let's dive into the question so here's tonight's burning question which Steelers player needs to have I don't know if I'm going to say this exactly right. So I will see. Needs to have the best game or is going to have, needs to play well to have the most impact against the Patriots on Sunday. Now, there's a lot of routes that you could take with this one. Who needs to have the best game? The number one obvious answer is Ben Roethlisberger. That's always going to be the answer. Whether it be Ben Roethlisberger, whether it be Mason Rudolph, whether it be whoever would be the quarterback of the Steelers, in order for the Steelers to, to win the game, it kind of the most important position is going to be for the quarterback to play well. It's really difficult for teams to win in spite of their quarterback play. It's not out of the question. We saw it. Uh, we saw a Super Bowl win from that purple team in the division um, in the year 2000 from basically a quarterback that could barely get by, but the defense won them won them their games. So it's possible, but in this current setup. We all know that it's Ben Roethlisberger who needs to have the best game in order for the Steelers to win because you can have the best defense in the world, but if you don't score any points, you're going to end up in a 0-0 tie unless the defense puts one on the board or make, gets a turnover in, in field goal range. So let's kind of leave the obvious Ben Roethlisberger answer out. I know already I've got some people in the live chat um, shooting, shooting some people, uh, some suggestions out there, and I'm going to list some of them because I believe they're right. Some of them are actually in agreement to my answer to a similar question we had on the Steelers preview. But believe it or not, I might change my answer a little bit. You could look to the offense. You could say that Juju needs to come through. You could say that someone like a James Washington needs to step up, and so that way um, Juju isn't drawing as much attention. You could look for a Vance McDonald as another receiver to step up. You could say the offensive line as a whole needs to play well in order to protect, to protect Ben and for James Conner to be able to run the ball. All those are great answers. There's so many great answers on offense that I think I'm going to stick to the defense. And I've said it a lot of times. I've said it on Steelers Stat Geek. I've said it on Steelers Preview. The biggest thing that the Steelers need to do to disrupt the Patriots offense is to get at Tom Brady. And Tom Brady does much better stepping away from edge rushers coming at him from the side than he does middle rushers coming right in his face. If you've noticed, he, he can step back, step up, slide forward and back much easier to try to elude those edge, rush, edge pass rushers coming in from the side than what he does if there is someone coming right up in his face, that he can, much, he can move much better forward and back than he does laterally side to side. That's just my thought with all of this. So at first I wanted to say Javon Hargrave, but the biggest thing with Hargrave is how much is he going to be on the field? If the Steelers aren't running, aren't running much base defense, how well are they going to get him in that rotation in a defensive tackle? So then I'll say Cam Hayward. Well, guess what? The Patriots know how good Cam Hayward is. They do. Same reason that the real answer isn't T.J. Watt. Bill Belichick gushed over T.J. Watt already in interviews. They know how good he is. They have a game plan for him. In my opinion, who needs to step up the most is a player that they're not expecting. That's exactly what happened last year at Heinz Field when I was in attendance when the Steelers defeated the New England Patriots 17-10, to the last time New England has not or, – or did, was not victorious. They won every game for the rest of the season after that, and now here we are in week one. 
I was there. And I don't think they really took into account or knew how to handle Jalen Samuels. He went for a hundred, I think it was 172 yards in total between rushing and passing. Had a great game. They didn't know what to do. Um, didn't have a specific, not that they didn't know what to do. Didn't have a specific plan for him in mind. It, it seemed to be. So I think some people are already in there because here's Ryan Kellerman. He's got it. He's about to say to it. Exactly. I'm going to say Stefan to it is might be the most important person for the Steelers to step up in order for them to win. Because this is, like I said, this is all my opinion. You all can have all, I'm, we're going to look at some opinions here for you guys in a little bit. But I think that the, that the most important thing is that inside pass rush, they know what they're getting from Cam Hayward. He's a pro bowler, all pro player. Therefore, who's going to benefit the most is the other guy. I think Stefan to it, if he can, if he can be the one that comes through and makes the plays. And we've all seen it. We've all seen it in flashes, especially when he's healthy. And right now, it, I, I, there hasn't been anything with, with Stefan to its health all preseason. So if he's coming in healthy, we saw him beat Cam Hayward and Bud Dupree to the safety against Marcus Mariota. I say he beat them because Mariota was getting, he's getting sacked for that safety no matter what. The only, the only thing that matters was which Steeler was going to get to him first to get credit. And Tuitt got there just before Hayward and Dupree. So he, he, he got credit for that. So I, I think he's going to be the, the forgotten guy. Javon Hargrave had the six and a half sacks last year. I think it was six and a half. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. There was, he had all those sacks last year. So they're going to have to pay attention to him. There's no one that they can't pay attention to across the front, but Bud Dupree is looking great. So I'm saying, I think the person that's flying the most under the radar on that defensive front is Stefan to So if he steps up to have a big game, that's going to, that's going to bring a lot of trouble to the new England Patriots. Now, I'm about ready to turn over some stuff into the live chat, but there's a few things I have to do first. One, I want to answer one more thing about this question, and that is this, because because I asked this question of Jeff Hartman earlier today, and I'm like, if the game is tied or a one- or two-point game or even a three-point game at the end, and Chris Boswell has to come out onto the field for the tie or the win, how confident are the Steeler, Steeler Nation and Chris Boswell coming out to make this kick. I have a lot more confidence now than I did last year, but I had a lot of confidence going into last year. So that's another question to say he's the one who needs to step up. The biggest reason I'm not saying Chris, Chris Boswell is the biggest person who needs to step up uh, Sunday night against the Patriots is that he, he has to be dependent on the rest of the team for him to get the opportunity. When he made the pro bowl back in 2017, he got all those game winning kicks because the Steelers put him in a, in an opportunity to make those game winning kicks to, or he could even attempt them. So his, it all comes down to, is he going to get the attempts? So that's why he's kind of a step back from the, being the most important to, to step up against the Patriots. But when given the opportunity, if given the opportunity, Chris Boswell is a very big factor in that. So, all right. I've got a couple housekeeping things that I would like to do here uh, but before I jump into the live chat. I'm probably not going to go back and look at past things because there's a lot of past things. I wanted to give an exact number to how many spots are available in the in the contest in the behind the steel curtain survivor pool for the signed David DeCastro football we are up to six leagues obviously we are not going to start another one because the deadline is tomorrow at 1 p.m. and right now because I know I had to send out the information to some people today that asked me um, there was someone in the live chat the last time that asked me I attempted to send the link out in the live chat on Thursday night but it will not show up. YouTube will not take the website, will not allow that website to come up. If you are not in the survivor pool and you need the link and you cannot find it on behind the steel curtain.com, I am going to be typing my email address into the, the live chat here in a few minutes, 
because that's one thing you can do. You can email me. I will send you the link. There are 12 spots remaining. We are 12 spots up to where we'll have six leagues full. And now I know that looks like it's 600 people, but because I'm in all six because I set them up, that would be 595 people. All right. That's a good idea, Peter. It says that I can put it in the description below. I might put it on YouTube later. I don't know how to do that now that I've started because we're actually not going through YouTube. We have to use an, um, an outside service in order to, and it says it right there on the screen, I'm pretty sure on YouTube up in the corner that we go through StreamYard. That's the only way that we can now run a show that has multiple hosts. And you're like, well, it's just you. Why don't you do it through YouTube? Because I like to be able to bring up wonderful Wonderful comments like here of Scott Ducree that says AB is a clown. Okay, here we go. Getting bent with Bo helped me out. There it is. STLR superfandad at gmail.com. Getting bent with Bo has it in there. I'll try to bring it up here with the actual Steelers BTCS Steelers radio account, but that's the email. You email me there. I can get you the link to get you into the contest as long as there's still spots remaining. And like I said, there's 12 left. I want that email up for another reason. I've, I've got something that I, that I'm opening up to you all because I need to just open it out to the, to, to the people that I know better. Um, I'm actually trying to do this to help out my brother. Um, he has two tickets to the Steelers home opener against Seattle next. September 15th, 1 p.m. game. They are in the upper deck in the end zone, section 525, row Z. Um, I even have a picture of the view from the seats. They're pretty nice view. And actually, they are the exact seats because between my brother and someone else and people that have season tickets, those are the exact seats that we did as our giveaway for the first preseason game. Was I was like, hey, I'll grab those, those preseason seats so we can do them a giveaway. He has them for sale for a really good price, a better price than what you're going to get on Ticketmaster. The reason we don't want to go on Ticketmaster is Ticketmaster takes so, which is the official NFL exchange, and that's how season ticket holders have to put their seats out there. They take so much of the money away, and we would much rather than list it for that price. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Fired in. Am I still there? I'm. Hopefully, I'm back on the live chat. Um, I disappeared there for a minute. I don't know if you all could hear me or not. Um, I'm actually hardwired in. Um, but if someone would like those seats, those seats are actually for the for two seats. It's it's three hundred dollars. So that's one hundred fifty dollars a seat for the home opener. That is fake. I already see that I got some people. Uh, emailing me asking for the link for the survivor pool when we are done this broadcast i will get those out i'm really sorry if 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 this is going on again i have a full internet connection right now so i'm pretty sure that the biggest issue that we are having is actually through the service that we're running through so in case you didn't hear it um if anyone is in please email me if you're interested to the um Steelers home opener. That's a big deal. Home opener. A lot of good stuff going on there. You're not cheaper than that out there. They're, they're, they're great seats. If you've never been to Heinz field, this is your opportunity. So, uh, um, <laughs> someone said, um, let me guess. I got my internet from new England. No, I don't. What I honestly, what I think is happening is that they don't like the things that we're saying about the game coming up this week. And so, uh, therefore, they're they're trying to take away um very 
<laughs> trying trying to sabotage that much much like they would with the headsets on the sideline. So um, I will say I didn't even really want to say this at all, but since Vodka Drinker brought it up, Ava, congratulate you on the honest attempt at that field goal. Yes, I knew I was going to go out there and get embarrassed. The most embarrassing thing about the field goal, if you did not watch it on Friday, was that I missed all my attempts to the right. I'm not used to missing any attempts like that. I know exactly why I did. I knew I couldn't kick it the 45 yards plus that I needed to go across or go through the uprights. And I, and in my attempt to overkick, I, uh, I, I just did not give very good attempts. I will be honest with you. There was, it did, it wasn't over when the camera went off. Actually, we, we lost our feet out there. Um, and it was not over at that point, but I'm not going to say it cause I don't want to make it seem like I'm the one who's making claims because I did not do it on camera. But you can ask uh, Brian Anthony Davis and Jeff Hartman on Thursday on the Steelers preview how things finished up after the camera went off. So let's get, come on, let's get in here to the live chat. So here we go. Um, here's Lance, of course, coming in to say, I already mentioned earlier in the show, Lance, if you weren't here at the beginning, I gave you credit that Lance is like, he got it right. He knew what was going on. What I had to call my father back because that's exactly what I told him was going to happen. Um, which is kind of sad because my father's from the Boston area. So all his family is up there. So guess which team they, they root for, but, but there we go. Um, we got lots of answers from the burning question. What I want to have right now is if you all have any questions going into the game Sunday, I'm not really wanting to talk about the move, the roster moves that new England made. Uh, I'm okay talking about the roster moves the Steelers made or any questions going into the game, throw that out there right now. And I will put that on here um, so people know at what point they can start asking. Because from this point on, I will be looking. I will say that Thomas White did say those pants on bad were worse than the kicks. Those were actually, for those of you that don't know what he's talking about, those were actually game-worn pants by B.J. Finney that Brian had bought. And he says, I'm going to put them on to go out there. Jeff was supposed to be wearing his Steelers Zubas, um, but he did not do that. Um, so here we go. We got some questions coming. Here we go. Ryan Kellerman says, does Holton catch a pass? I'm going to say for this Sunday, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say he gets a helmet as the fifth wide receiver. He gets on the field for maybe five or six plays. He might not even be targeted. His He's going to be um, getting, getting his action on special teams, not as a returner, but as a gunner and as other, other things on kickoff, punt, and all those other teams. That That's what he's going to be doing. So it would be great if he did catch a pass, but I'm going to say if I had to, if I had to answer, I would say no. Okay. So let's see what else we got here. Um, I got Lance chiming in here. Um, got a lot of people. The biggest thing that people want to talk about is the whole um, um, Antonio Brown situation. Yeah. Snowman said, I did have one that went wide left. That's when I tried to put my deflated football back on the tee just to see if it made any difference. And I didn't even really step that off right. I rushed it. So that was an unofficial attempt. So uh, if we have any more, more questions coming in here, okay, here we go. They asked, why did Tuzar Skipper get cut? Bottom line, this is from Jake Howe. Bottom line is the Steelers were carrying too many linebackers. They were. They were carrying, I'm pretty sure, two more than what they did last year. Last year, I think they went for the for most of the season – with with three outside linebackers and five inside linebackers. Now they did add a fourth when Ola came off the injured injured reserve last year, the designated to return. So they usually only carry they carried eight or nine last year, and they were up to ten. So I'm pretty much they've they've almost always carried six wide receivers. They were a little bit off balance with that. I still think they did not want to lose Tuzar Skipper, but they also knew he was not ready to actually contribute to the team right now. So therefore, they put someone who could contribute to the team right now on the practice squad that they said we're going to bring you up. And that's what happened. And by doing this move now rather than last Saturday, like I said before, he is a lot more likely to clear waivers. So here's another one we have from Dallas Quinley, is Barron going to be a rusher or coverage? 
he's going to be coverage, in my opinion. I mean, he was he came into the league as a safety, so it makes sense that that's what he's in. If you've watched him in the preseason, he covered a wheel route by the by the running back against Kansas City down the sidelines to perfection. That is what Mark Barron is here for. He is here for the Steelers to for as a pass coverage linebacker. Devin Bush, in my opinion, is here as both. That he's the guy that they're hoping can stuff the run and protect the pass, much like Ryan Shazier. Vince Williams is a run stuffer. He's he's a guy that's a liability in pass coverage. Watch the game on Sunday. Watch the game on Sunday. Why am I telling you? You're Steeler fans. You're going to watch the game on Sunday. But during the game on Sunday, if you pay attention, the biggest chess match is, match is going to be the Patriots offense trying to use personnel to keep Vince Williams on the field in order to then pass the ball and exploit the matchup of who he would be covering in pass coverage. They'll use their personnel to try to keep Vince Williams on the field because the way the defense works works is they match personnel for personnel. Then they're going to use that personnel in order to um, try to pass the ball and get a matchup there. That's what I, that's my prediction of what they're going to try to do. Okay. So um, many people were asking about, about that with, with, uh, why Tuzar Skipper was was released. So that's that's going on. Um, we are getting some. Um, here we go. Snowman. Who doesn't get a helmet? I actually just had to change my thing. This is something I did last year. Most of the time it'll come out on a Saturday, but because the Steelers play on Sunday and there was so much other news today, that article is going to run tomorrow morning. Um, as to my projected inactive list, I think there's four that are that are pretty much locked. Oops. Yeah, it was four. Sean Davis is doubtful. Steelers all last year, nobody who was doubtful got a helmet. Um, I believe, uh, of course, Josh Dobbs is not going to get a helmet because I don't think they changed their depth chart at quarterback, and they are only going to dress two. I have Justin Lane not getting a helmet because they have they have six corners, and therefore he's he's the guy out of all of them that isn't as NFL ready. Um, and I had a fourth one. Oh, and Isaiah Bugs, because even because they don't dress more than five defensive linemen, and he's the bottom man on the totem pole until at some points he some point he would move ahead of of a uh, Daniel McCullers. But uh, that he's that's not going to be the case yet. The last three are the ones that are up in the air. Check back into behind the steel curtain uh, tomorrow morning for that article, the projective inactives to see who you think or to see what, what I put out there. Cause honestly, I'm trying to remember cause I had to change them. Um, but there's a lot of different possibilities there. So that was a great question there. Snowman. I forgot to tell people feel free to, I haven't seen any yet. I hope I didn't miss any earlier. Uh, if you want your question answered, feel free to use the super chat feature where you can um, type in your question, then hit the little dollar sign, donate any amount of money you want to the show. You do not need to do this, but if you do, I will make sure I will instantly. That's why I have my phone sitting here too, because it gets color coded on my phone, but not on here. I will see that question. I will bring up that question and then I'll get back to the other one. So if you want to use it, that's great. Don't feel like you have to use your hard earned money for that. I would, I'd, I'm okay with that. I'm not out here begging for begging for money. Okay, here we go. Peter Cahill, good question. I'm going to try to get these fast so I can get more of them in. Does Devin Bush lead the team in tackles? Ooh, that's a good question. Uh, I'm going to say I'm going to say no. I'm going to say no. I think he's going to have a lot of tackles, but I think the Patriots are going to pass the ball more, which could be with Devin Bush. I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess Terrell Edmonds has the most tackles. I think he's going to be up in there to help stuff the run, and he'll be back in coverage to get those tackles well. well. Here's another one from Dallas Quinley. Will it be a low-scoring game? I took the under. I took the under. The under keeps falling down to 49 points is the last that I checked it. I have that the combined score is going to be under 49 points. It was 17-10 to 10 last year in Pittsburgh. I feel that both – Pittsburgh's defense and New England's defense are better than they were at that point last year. So therefore, I think the indications go to a low scoring game and watch me have to come back to do a podcast next week to answer why in the world was the game 45 to 43. You never know. But in my in my opinion, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. And with watching that game on Thursday night, if you could call it that, um, where it was this final score was 10 to 3. 
it might be an indication of some of the stuff we have for the first week. Uh, Jeff Harb and I, in our article, which you, which is on the website right now, where we predicted every game against the spread and the over-unders, we took an awful lot of unders. Okay. Um, Kevin wants to know how I'm feeling about wide receivers. I'm feeling more about who's not getting a helmet. There is one possibility that I did talk about in my article that comes out tomorrow is what if the what if the Steelers choose to go with one extra wide receiver and one less tight end and not dress not dress Zach Gentry. That is something that could be a possibility because I think if Jonte Johnson is the guy right now that's kind of in line to not get a helmet, if you want to compare Johnson to Gentry straight up, I'm taking Johnson all day and twice on Sundays. And since their game's on Sunday, we'll take him twice. I'm sorry, that was a bad joke. Um, <laughs> but the question is position. And that is, do they want to have an extra wide receiver and be thin at, at tight end? I don't know. Okay. They asked, uh, will Deontay Johnson return any kicks? I'm going to say no. Uh, that was from Aaron something. <laughs> I'm going to say no because I, I believe that he may not even be active for game day. Um, here we go. Cree, long, uh, big uh, regular here in the live chat. How many interceptions and sacks will we get? Jeff and Brian told me I was crazy when I said that I, I wanted the Steelers to get six sacks. The reason I want so many sacks is I, I think that New England's offensive line um, is not ready for the game. Um, not because they're not professionals, but because they're kind of patchworking things together, especially at center right now. Um, there's a lot of things that, that could be exploited there. So I think the Steelers could get that rush up the middle and get lots of sacks. I'd be happy with one interception. That would be really nice, but uh, everything above that would be a bonus. So I'm going to try to hear, I'm going to try to get caught up here. Um, <laughs> Thomas wants to know how many steps does Boswell take on kicks? I would say he takes the traditional three-step drop. Um, so that's what we're doing. I, I think, I'm afraid I could be lagging here some. I'm really sorry if that's going on because when I'm clicking on stuff here, it's taking some time. I apologize. Um, so that's 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 the um, the best thing uh, that I, I'll have to apologize for that if it is breaking up again. Okay. Um, I'm kind of skipping some of these questions. I do have a super chat question that just came up here. Now I got to try to find it. Um, <laughs> boy, I was behind. Okay. Here we go from from Jake Howell. He says, "What's your take on Ben's preparedness this year versus the Pats in comparison to last year?" Well, there's two different ways I could take that. Is it comparison to last year against the Browns in Week One or last year against the Pats? Because obviously he was more prepared last year for the Patriots because it was in Week 15. So I'm going to assume that you mean um, for Week One. I'm going to say I I have a lot more faith in that. Uh, and Ben's preparedness, even just as the team, because I know they're professionals, but they haven't had a really big test week one. I mean, their biggest test was when they had to go into Washington on Monday night and they went in there and trounced them pretty good. Um, but they've been playing Cleveland the last few years where Cleveland has not been very good right off, off the bat. So that could have been part of it. I think you had when. I like the fact that their hardest game on paper before the season starts is their very first one because you've got to step up. You've got to go after it. You've got to see if you can get it right off the bat. So, Jake, thanks for throwing $5 in the tip jar. I appreciate that. I'm going to go back a little bit, but I'm sure I'll probably skip over some stuff. Um, lots of people. I, I liked how they how people answering their quest, the questions in the live chat. That's what I like to see. Okay. Um, I'm kind of skipping and trying to keep stuff that's pertaining to the game this week. So here's one from Jacob Murphy. Do you think we can use Houghton as a gadget player like we did with Spencer because of his speed? I don't know if that's really his forte. I really don't know. Um, I think, I think Houghton is more of a grinder that he's the guy that they have in there to take, to go out and do the special team stuff, to do the things that they might not otherwise do. So that's, that's my opinion. So using him as a gadget play, and I know a lot of people are like, oh, but they just signed him. He was on the practice squad all week practicing. They knew what they were doing. I have a feeling they knew on Monday what they were doing with him. So he was part of the game plan all along. Um, Dallas has another question. Who has the best chance for an interception um, 
on Thursday, I, my pick for the first interception for the year, I said was Steven Nelson. I'm pretty sure. Um, I'm pretty sure. I know Jeff Hartman went Joe Hayden. And I think I'm pretty sure Brian Anthony Davis went Devin Bush, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, here, this is the great question from Mike. How many quarterback hits will the defense get? And the answer is it better be a lot if you want to win. You got to hit Brady. If he gets the ball away, he gets the ball away. Um, it'd be great to get the sacks. That's why I wanted six of them. Um, but I'll, I will sacrifice sacks. I would sacrifice three sacks for an additional six hits, if you know what I mean. If you could tell me you, we, I could get twice as many hits if I give up not having as many sacks, I'll take it. Because I think when you hit Brady, it's really going to get to him. So, um. Who started at safety against the Patriots last um, last season? So um, it was it was Edmonds and Davis. They both played in that game um, because Davis did he? I don't know if he exited the game at all because I was at the game, so it was a lot harder. But he did not play the following week. Was the only game that he missed all season for Sean Davis. So um, asking about the confidence in um, Kelly or Hilton. Um, I'd feel much better with Sean Davis just because of the experience factor. But I do believe, especially with Cam Kelly, I think the Steelers really like him. But it's also going to be um, – it, it's going to have a lot to do with how he shows up in a game against the other team's ones all game. So uh, the biggest thing is, and I think this might be what they're going with while it's Cam Kelly is the guy that's been in there, is you got to know what you're doing. You can't second guess. You can't have your paralysis by analysis. You've got to know the calls. You can't blow the coverage. You're the last line of defense. You can't blow it back there. I'd rather have someone back there that's not quite as good, not quite as athletic, but knows what they're doing 100% of the time than someone that's back there that's just all-world athlete, but they're going to give you four or five mental lapses in a game because at free safety, a mental lapse very often leads to a touchdown. Okay, so I'm trying to catch up here. Uh, we'll grab a few more if we can. Uh, this is a good one from Thomas White. What share of snaps do you expect between Connor and Samuels? I'm going to go probably if Jalen, okay, snaps, snaps. I was thinking carries at first. Hmm, snaps, interesting. I'm going to go that it's at least, I'm going to say probably around 70, 30 when it comes to snaps. I think you're going to see, um, I think you're going to see Samuels out there in some various situations, especially if they could use him effectively as a pass catcher out of the backfield. Would not be shocked to see them both on the field at the same time. So technically it shouldn't be 70-30. It should be something that equals more than 100% because if they're both out there at the same time, that would be interesting. Um, I'm just checking to see if there's any more. Uh, someone did say, ask if AB could be on the sidelines, and the answer is he cannot. He cannot be with the team until he's officially a member of the team at the earliest on Monday. So um, still some people asking about that. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay. Someone once says, uh, here we go. This is from Joel. Can you explain to a noob like me how Steelers were able to be so successful on D versus the Pats last year? Um, it's funny because I didn't get so much of the breakdown because I was at that game. And uh, to me, they they they. They got to Tom Brady. They ma they made him uncomfortable, in my opinion, and they stayed true to their. I mean, they they knew their roles. They 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 didn't they didn't have the mental lapses on defense. So that's something the Steelers have been known for early on in the season on defense is those mental lapses. So that's kind of that's one thing about playing the Patriots the first week. Okay, uh, the number of tackles from Devin Bush to end up with. Um, Let's see. Let's go with – I'm going to go with seven. I'm, I say he's going to be – I'll go with him seven and Edmonds eight. 
Um, I know that might be kind of small, but I think they're going to, sp it's going to be spread out, uh, um, to a lot of different people. So I know there's an awful lot of questions coming through. Um, <laughs> I don't know who's going to sing the national anthem. I'm sorry. Um, so this has been really great. You guys have been all over this. You've talked, you've been able to have a chance to vent your frustrations about the situations that happened today. It was a big emotional roller coaster as a Steeler fan feeling that yes, we did the right thing and, 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 and trading a, a player away. And then it's just kind of sad to see someone act like such a spoiled brat and get what they want. As a parent, I know when my, when my child acts spoiled to just give him what he wants and to get his way, then he's never going to learn. And unfortunately, I think that's what was what happened here today. I want to throw something else out there for those of you. I'm disappointed that no one asked. The last time I did the podcast in this room, I was given a hard time for the sheet in the background that was covering the bookcase because I didn't want people distracted by the books. Probably about the only thing you can read up there is the Tim Tebow book that I have up there. But uh, I took it down so that way it wasn't someone, a bunch of people asking some questions. So. I've got a few people. I will get the emails to you as soon as we're done here with the link to get into the survivor pool. Um, like I said, there's only about 12, there was only 12 spots left unless someone went in and found the link on their own and jumped in. Um, I'm hoping that everyone that emailed me still gets a chance. Also, if you are interested in tickets to the Steelers opener, um, please email me. Uh, uh, I would love nothing else than, than someone that I know is a Steelers fan coming from the site to be there for the home opener and all the festivities. Uh, that would be fantastic. So um, there, lots of fun tonight. Lots of fun. Um, we will come back. Uh, one thing I'm going to throw up, I'm going to finish on this question. I know it wasn't wasn't the last question that was brought up there, but this is from Thanks Mean Joe. Dave, final score prediction is my score that I gave on the preview on Thursday was for the Steelers to win 26 to 17. And I was flopping all over the flip flopping all over the place, not knowing which one I was going to pick. Um, I kind of waited to see which way Brian was going to go. I didn't want to be the only guy to on the show to pick the Patriots, but as soon as he picked the Patriots, I felt like I could pick the Steelers um, because this is a big game. This is a real big game. We'll see what happens. That's my score prediction. This is me as a homer. I know. Remember, I'm a fan before anything else. So um, <laughs> Lance brought up the act of fool, act of fool. Um, strategy. Did I say that right? Akaful? That is uh, what got Mr. Third and Fifth for him to get his way. So thanks you all for tuning in this week for the Steelers Burning Question. We'll be back next Saturday. It probably won't be me because we're like I said, we're going to rotate this. Could be Lance Williams. Could be Brian Anthony Davis. Could be Jeff Hartman. You just never know. You're going to have to tune in to see. Uh, unfortunately, tonight was the night you were stuck with me. So that's just kind of how it was. Thank you all for tuning in. Make sure you're checking in next week. We've got podcasts, podcasts, podcasts. They are coming at you every day. Well, you'll have the Steelers preview tomorrow night. Not preview. Post game. We don't want to preview the game, preview it after the game. Post game coming to you late on the East Coast, which should be Jeff Hartman and Lance Williams. If Jeff Hartman can make it that late, if not, and he has to tap me in, then that's going to be how it is. All right. I love seeing these score predictions coming up there. Keep them rolling while we're closing up here, guys. Let everyone see what you think. So that's one. We got the Steelers hangover coming on Monday with Brian Anthony Davis and Tony Defio. That's going to be talking everything from the game that happened the day before. Tuesday, I'll be back with the Steelers stat geek. We'll break down from some stats from the game on Sunday. We'll look at some stats going into the Steelers home opener. Wednesday will be this, the, the flagship podcast, The Standard is the Standard with Jeff and Lance. Who knows what they're going to be talking about. That's always great stuff with them. Then we'll have Thursday, the Steelers preview back at you, talking about the, the, the next game. Friday, Lance will be back with his, yeah, I said it. Another burning question next Saturday. And then we start it all over again, people. We are constantly getting you this, getting you um, content live on YouTube. You can watch back on YouTube. They're in podcast form everywhere. Um, that, that that you can that, that you can do it. I know stitcher itunes all that good stuff so uh thank you um amari young for throwing some money into the tip jar didn't see a question along with that so but just want to say thanks for throwing that in there okay great time tonight guys make sure you're tuning into behind the steel curtain for all your steelers news all your steelers needs we've got lots of stuff coming at you at least 10 articles a day we're having problems actually saying 
Are we given enough time in between articles to get them out there? If you check in the morning, you got to check back because articles are generally coming out just about every hour, all day, all through the afternoon. And then, of course, tomorrow leading up to game time. We've got the game threads going on tomorrow on the website during the game. You can get your live updates during the game. Um, all kinds of great stuff through Behind the Steel Curtain. Thank you all for tuning in. And in the, in the words of my man, Lance Williams, tune in, tell a friend, and subscribe. We'll see you all next time. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.